Right team, open office 26th of September 2022. Can you believe that we've already done September? That is just bananas. I can't believe that it's already flown by. Only one month to go until our live event in London, 22nd of October, uh, Saturday 22nd, 10 a.m. until sort of 4, 5 p.m. If you haven't got your ticket yet, but you are wanting to come, please, please, please do grab your ticket sooner rather than later. I'm actually, uh, tonight, if I can get the post together in time, if not tomorrow, I'm going to share a bit of a payday link so you can wait to grab your ticket if you haven't already. But if you're planning on coming, please don't leave it to the last minute because trains are going to go up in price and I don't want anyone to miss out on anything. So please grab yourself a ticket. If you are coming, feel free to bring a friend with you as you are part of the team. Um, and if you've got any questions, as always, just ping them my way for that. Now, if anyone has uh, not shared with me how they're doing, people who are watching live, and we've got a few people with us live and a few people on Facebook as well, let me know how your week has got started, please. Sophie, a busy start to the week, um, but no teaching today, so that's a bonus. Yep, absolutely. Everyone else who's watching, let me know how you're doing. Let me know how you've got on and how your week has got started whilst I get into this. So today's open office. A few things we are going to chat about today. Uh, obviously, last week we didn't have um, an open office because of the Queen's funeral. So this is the first open office in a couple of weeks. We're going to talk about what's coming up in October. Obviously, with the live event on the 22nd, we don't have a huge amount going on because it's going to be a super busy month. Plus, it's the second half of autumn one. So I know that you guys are going to be super busy as well. So I didn't want to pack it out with too much stuff. But we are going to have a few more of these and a few more topic trainings as well. So we've got some live things coming up, which is always good. Um, and obviously, we've got half term month as well. We're going to talk about managing mindset today. We're going to talk about sorting sleep briefly because those are two areas that came up very strongly in your check-ins for us to look at and then at the end of course as always we've got a little bit of time um for a q and a um yolanda is here but zoom is crashing so i'm going to watch on facebook no worries hey yolanda hope you had a good day and um, yeah feel free to watch on facebook no worries at all so let's get into today's open office Coming up in October, as always, Sundays are your check-in days. Please fill in your check-in form. You can find that in your client hub. It's always there. So if you're ever struggling, go to your client hub and it says weekly wrap up. Click on that and that will take you to your check-in form. Well, if you've done it once, I would really recommend starring um, or favoriting that link so that it's always there for you. On Mondays, as always, you get your feedback. We haven't got any bank holidays or anything funny like that have we coming up in October so I think we're all good for that check-in feedback I will be I haven't popped it on there yet actually I will be taking a few days off during half term and probably um I'm not decided yet but I will be taking a few days off that week uh to spend at home following the event I'm sure I'll be absolutely knackered so I've taken a couple of extra days off as my holiday in October um on the Thursday 29th uh not tabits, we're not hacking tabits, we are going to be hacking habits, that should say. So that is this Thursday and 29th of September. In October, though, on the 13th and the 27th, those are both Thursdays, we're going to have two more topic trainings. Um, and on, like I said, on the 22nd of October, we've got our rewriting wellbeing event. So I'm really excited. Everyone who's bought a ticket, there's, there's quite a few of you that have bought a ticket already. Really excited to meet some of you I've already met at the Summer Social um, and the rest of you I'll meet there. So really, really excited, really looking forward to that. So let's get into this. I thought I'd quickly display the back to basics breakfast because I know a few of you have asked this week. 
protein is always going to be a priority at breakfast because it's going to be satiating it's going to fill us up and it's going to keep us going until lunchtime protein is going to be really really big now the problem is, is in most western diets we have a carbohydrate based breakfast which usually does the trick quite well for about an hour two hours if we're lucky but long term it doesn't really keep us satiated it doesn't really keep us feeling full so protein at breakfast is going to be really really important of course there's lots of different ways you can get it as you can see here then we're going to follow that up with fruits and veggies so we get our fiber intake we get our vitamins and minerals and we get a good food volume good portion of food as well and then you can see a couple of other ideas for carbs or as i call them like your vehicle of your meal uh, and then your fats as well. So if you haven't seen that before, quick, take a quick snap of that for me. Um, doo -doo -doo, there we go. Take a quick snap of that for me so that you don't lose it. Okay. Right. All good. Grab a quick photo if you would find that useful. Perfect. And if you're listening to the podcast or watching this back or whatever, just let me know. I can send this kind of stuff to you. So today's quote, before we get into mindset and recap a couple of things that we've covered before, I really, really love this one because it puts us back in control in a situation that we might not feel like we have control. So if you don't like something, change it. And if you can't change it, change the way you think about it. So for me, my kind of interpretation of this is if there's something that you don't like, instead of complaining about it or moaning about it, which we, is human nature, we all tend to have a little bit of a moan in the wind. You know, we, it makes us feel better temporarily, right? If you don't like something and you complain about it, but you don't do anything to change it, then nothing's gonna change. And that's just the, the, the brutal truth of it, right? We can't whinge about something or complain about something or even just sort of internally feel negative about it and then do nothing about it because then we're not taking the action. We don't really have the, in my opinion, we don't really have the right to complain if we don't do anything about it. If it's something that we can do something about, of course. If it's something that you can't do anything about, change the way you think about it. So again, in here, we're getting into looking at the positives. We're looking for things that we can be grateful for. Even we're looking at things that we can learn lessons from. So if there's something going on at home or at school or anything like that, that is really sort of, you know, impacting you at the moment and you can't change it, you can't do anything about it, change, try and change the way you think about it. Look at the lessons that you're learning from it because it either grows you professionally or it grows you personally. Everything will be developing you, right? Either it's going to be something that you can be grateful for or it's going to be something that you can grow from. And there's always going to be that positive angle on something. And I know that there'll be situations where you think, well, what's the positive thing here? There's always something, almost always there is something positive out of a negative situation. So mindset, it's a biggie. It's what we talk about most of the time. But this week we had quite a few people who found last week, as we normally do during September, you know, the weather's getting a bit uh, a bit worse, get a bit rainy, a bit drizzly, a bit cold, particularly the last couple of weeks. Um, we've got darker mornings, darker evenings. It's all just getting a bit wintry. And to be honest, I don't know about you, but it feels like it's getting more wintry quicker this year than it did last year or the year before. It just feels like summer has gone straight away and we're straight into to autumn and almost into winter. This means that, you know, lots of us are finding things quite tricky at the moment because the terms really, really picked up. Loads and loads of you have been talking about the O word and inspections and things like that that are looming, which I completely understand. And that can really impact our mindset and it can impact our momentum and it can sort of make us feel a little bit like we're, we're trudging through mud a little bit, particularly at this point in the academic year. So tonight I want to recap a couple of mindset bits. 
again, as you can see on the screen, um, or if you are listening back, I'm gonna describe it to you. You've got that identity target, as we call it. Now, right in the center of that target is your identity. It is your thoughts about yourself, right? Your identity is your, your beliefs, and those beliefs then empower your behaviors, the actions, the habits that you take and your actions, your habits, they are going to provide you with your outcome. So your beliefs about yourself, your if, if you've got high self-esteem, low self-esteem, confidence, belief, self-worth, whatever it is, whether it's high or low, that is going to impact your actions. Right. If you're someone who's got very, very high self-worth, you're probably going to take very, very good care of yourself because you feel that you deserve to. And if you're someone, again, who on the opposite end of the spectrum has quite low self-worth, it's likely that you'll see some self-sabotaging behaviours. You'll notice yourself doing some things that aren't really in line with your broader goal because you're maybe self-sabotaging along the way. Now, those identity um, beliefs are then going to go into your actions, like we say, and then into your outcomes. So the, the phrase that I love to frame this with is the outcomes never lie. So if you're someone who is kicking yourself going, oh, I wish I could have seen that change this week or I wish I'd seen that change. Be really sort of honest with yourself. Go back, go back from the output. Be, be objective with the output. Go back and look at the input because the output is never going to lie. The output is always going to be a dire direct uh, result of the input. You're not going to put in 100% effort and get nothing out of your friend. Right. That's never going to happen. The outcome will always be a direct result of what you put into it. Always. OK, and it's really important to remember that. So sometimes we might need to take a step back and look, did I really do what I needed to do? Did I really do the work? Because I think quite often we talk about balance in the team. We talk about not being over restricted. We talk about living your life and this being a lifestyle change, which is absolutely true. And is very different in that regard to lots of different things that you've probably done in the past. But it's a big but. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Right. Yes, we can have balance. Yes, we can have rest days. Yes, we can, you know skip our steps for the night because we're really really knackered and we just need to rest that's fine every now and then as long as it stays every now and then if you're someone who feels that you're giving yourself an out more than you're actually doing the work you need to do you can't be annoyed at not getting a result now you know this doesn't really apply to anyone on the team because it, every single week regardless of who you are regardless of your goals we're always seeing progress in some area we know that that's why we look at so many different areas but if you ever are someone who feels that they you know aren't quite seeing what they the change they want to see you need to ask yourself am i doing the work because at the end of the day something needs to change and often that comes with sacrifice and we, we always talk about not over restricting which i completely completely stand by however some level of change some level of restriction is going to need to occur right if i said to you it's fine keep eating how you've always eaten and you're going to see it changes i would be completely lying to you I'd be completely fooling you and I'd be completely fooling myself. If you want to see changes from your nutrition, you need to change your nutrition. If you want to see, you know, fitness improved, improving, you're going to need to get your steps in. You're going to need to, you know, get into your couch to 5K, whatever it is. You need to change something. There'll have to be a level of sacrifice. You have to give something up. And this is the whole sort of uh, battle, isn't it? Am I, am I willing to give up half an hour of Netflix to get a better night's sleep? And that's the, you know, a lot, this is one example, but, you know, a lot of the time, these are the sort of questions that we need to ask ourselves, because if you're not willing to give up, again, let's stick with that. If you're not willing to give up Netflix, half an hour of Netflix to get a better night's sleep, you need to really go back to your value ladder and say, how comes 30 minutes of distraction from my life is more important than a good night's sleep? How comes I'm more willing to invest my time into distraction than I am into 
sort of, you know, true self-care and putting myself first and getting a good night's sleep. Why is that? Why is my mind drawn to that instead of this? And these are all sort of quite difficult internal mindset conversations that you need to have with yourself. But just remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. Really, really important. Again, we've talked about all these different things around identity before, so I'm not going to kind of go into too much of it here. But what I want you all to achieve and the goal for all of you by the end of your time in the team, where however, six months, 12 months, you know, two years, whatever, we've got a range of people. I want you to go from having me as your coach, your extrinsic motivation, me as your accountability outside of you. I want you to build up that intrinsic motivation. And that means that we need to have intrinsic reasons for doing this. So primarily, you need to have that level of self-worth where you go, hang on a minute, I am going to, again, skip Netflix to go and do some journaling, or I'm going to skip Netflix to go and, you know, I don't know, get, get to bed earlier, because I value my health and I know that I deserve that. Or it might be going to the gym. I'm going to skip half an hour gossiping with, with a toxic colleague at work because it immediately that kind of helps me feel better or, you know, that, that helps me feel part of the group or whatever. I'm going to skip that and I'm going to go and do half an hour of walking or get myself down the gym for half an hour, whatever it is. And that needs to come for an intrinsic reason. We need to be doing this because you value your health mentally and physically more than you value the other thing because ultimately at the end of the day as we always say we've always got a fork in the road nine times out of ten it is a fork in the road sometimes there's a few different options but you always have a choice even the times when you don't feel like you do you always always have a choice am i choosing to go down the path that i was going before or am i choosing to go down path b and loads of us would have spoken about this you always have the choice and it's about remembering that you are in control and it's up to you to do the things that are in line with your future b things that are in line with you with you 2.0 and start casting those votes, right? We, we know about this kind of stuff. So we know that we've also got some things that are holding us back in this regard. And we, we've looked at this before. Some things that you might be battling with right now and just bringing the awareness to them might really, really help. So some things like your past lived experiences, things that you've tried before, things people have said to you, the conditioning you've had. Now for everyone watching, or for most of us, it's gonna be about diet culture, Slimming clubs, diet culture, our parents, our childhood, our friendship group. These are going to be things that really, really impact how we've been conditioned, right? They are going to be things that are going to really impact on your mindset. And just by going back and looking at the, the ways you've been conditioned before, even if it's a professional capacity, if you've got a, a, you know, a, a line manager or a leader or even just a, 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 an equal colleague, so to speak, um, who has always given you a hard time, always pointed out your flaws, you have been conditioned to think that you are not good enough in your profession. Or if at school, when you were younger, you've always had a teacher that was really hard on you, or you were laughed at because you weren't very good at PE. I was like, it's just my personal example, or I was terrible at PE. You know, I was horrendous at rugby. I have been conditioned to believe that I am terrible at sports, right? So for years and years and years, I had an internal narrative. That I was not sporty at all whatsoever. I didn't put it, didn't even think about it. And so I didn't do any exercise pretty much that was a that was the conditioning's effect on me so you need to ask yourself what kind of ways have you been conditioned before and how is that impacting on you now the other thing that we don't talk about enough is the limiting beliefs now if your partner sibling parent whoever is around you cover their ears no i'm only joking and um, this this might relate and we all do it so this isn't a i'm not wagging a finger at anyone or anything like that because we all do this but the limiting beliefs of ourselves that we've had passed down to us by, again, 
parents, siblings, teachers, people that we've we've known in our lives, exes, you know, all sorts, friends that we're no longer friends with. These limiting beliefs are passed down to us. They are put on us. We don't really come up with them ourselves. We accept them as our own and they become our own limiting beliefs, but they're always given to us or put on us, right? Not only do we have our own limiting beliefs where that can lead us to self-sabotage, we also have the limiting beliefs of people around us. So for better or for worse, the beliefs that those around you hold are going to impact on you. Now, this is where we might want to have a bit of an uncomfortable conversation with someone around us and say, hang on a minute, you keep saying or you keep acting in a way that is sabotaging me or even for them, if if their behaviours are self-sabotaging or they don't have the self-esteem or they don't have the self-worth or they don't have the self-belief, that is going to leach in. That is you're going to absorb that and it's going to impact on your mindset. They might not have the belief in you. And again, remember, our beliefs are based on evidence. So your beliefs about what you are capable of doing are based on everything that you've seen before and everything that you've achieved before. If you've tried swimming well 10 times and it hasn't worked, your self-belief, your belief in your ability, the evidence you've got in front of you right now is very, very minimal. In fact, it's, it's quite negative. If somebody else is sat with you or whatever, someone else is part of your life and they've got the same evidence, their belief might not be there in you, right? But that's not really your problem. That's not really your concern. It's just about having awareness that other people's beliefs can impact on you. It might be the way that other people think about food. They might have a negative relationship with food, which might impact on you. All these different things can come into play. Because remember, we've got our mental, our emotional and our social environments, which are all really, really important. Now, you can't do anything to change anyone else. We can just accept people as they are and leave it at that. Right. Or have these uncomfortable conversations and have have a level of confrontation about it. However, You can only control you. You can't control what anyone else is doing. So what we need to do is we need to stack the evidence in your favor. We need to start developing your self-belief in you because if we're without that, we're not going to get very far. So that means we need to take action and we actually need, like I said, to make those decisions and we need to provide the evidence for your mind that you can do this and that you are capable. And more, more than that, that you are deserving of doing this, whatever your goals might be right now. And it's really, really important that we really, really think about this because it doesn't matter about nutrition, sleep, getting a jog in, getting, you know, leaving work early. None of that matters unless we develop this identity and this mindset. Of course, we always talk about the negativity and the confirmation biases. They are always cropping in. Negativity bias being that we're drawn to negativity. Confirmation bias being that your brain will look for that evidence, like we just said, to back up what you think is true. Sometimes we can have a bit of a confusion around our true goals. Like for lots of us, we say, what do you want? Oh, I, I want to lose I want to lose two stone. And then when we peel back the layers of the onion, it's not really about losing the two stone. It's about feeling comfortable. It's about being successful. It's about building self-belief. It's about being the person who does the thing that they say they're going to do. It's about feeling confident in your own skin. It's about having the energy. That's what it's really about underneath. It's not about seeing two stone on the scale when we really, really peel back the onion in nine, nine out of 10 cases. Sometimes we can have these really unrealistic expectations about our goal, and this can be a massive barrier. If, again, you, you know, I use this example all the time, let's take somebody who's gone to a swimming club, and because this is this is an example we can most of us can relate to, we've gone to a swimming club and we lost a stone in a month, right? Then over the next month, we then put on a stone and a half. For that person who's gone through that situation, they lost a stone in a month, they put a stone and a half on the next month. They've seen the progress in month one, So their mind is seeing the evidence. Oh, this works. I've lost a stone in a month. This is amazing. 
obviously we know that they've changed too much they've been doing unsustainable things they haven't built the mindset we know all the reasons why they've gone backwards afterwards however once they then go and put a stone and a half back on you, they don't really focus on that they just focus on the fact that they lost that stone in the first place so from now on their expectations of their weight loss journey is all based on well that time i lost a stone in a month so my new bar is lose a stone in a month and if i don't lose a stone in a month i haven't been successful now i know that lots of you can probably relate to that because you well, we have conversations about it but you just need to remember that that was when you were trying something that didn't work when i say didn't work i mean didn't work long term and that's what you need we are doing something different so you might need to adjust your expectations you might need to lengthen the period that we're working on but would you rather again random figures would you rather lose two stone over six months and keep it off for life or would you rather lose a stone a month next month you put a stone and a half on lose a stone a month and you kind of go through that cycle right which one would get you to your goal quicker well only one would actually get you to goal so it's about reframing your expectations and saying right this is something different we're not taking the normal approach because the normal approach that i took didn't really work again we know about all these things black and white thinking um you've got the spectrum in front of us at the moment we know that on track off track is made up doesn't exist there is no track you are more like a plane in the sky or a boat in the ocean than you are uh, you know a train on the track if a train comes off the track it's a disaster that makes the newspapers people die it's horrible you are much more like a plane in the sky when a pilot takes off they they expect to not stick to the course that they are going on they know that weather conditions are going to throw them off unexpected flights all this other stuff is going to be impacted right they know that they're not going to stick on the course that they hope to but what do they do do they just go, oh, screw it, I'm just going to crash the plane to the sea? No, they don't. They say, right, I'm just going to course correct for a while. And then when it's time, I'm going to course correct back. I'm going to wait. I'm going to be patient. And then I'm still going to get to my destination. The route might just be a little bit different. It might take 15 minutes longer. We might have to speed things up at some point. We might need to slow things down. We need to work with the other planes around us. We need to work with air traffic control. These are your environments, you know, your friends, your family, this kind of stuff. It's important to know that you are not a train on the track. There is no such thing as on track, off track. So to put all of that into a bit of a pre sort of, um, sorry, to put all that preamble into a bit of a bit of a sort of practical context here, there's a few ways that we can frame this. We have the be, do, have model. So instead of doing the do the action, have the result, be the person at the end of it, which we just expect to somehow happen by magic, we need to flip that. And then this is just a really simple way that you can frame it. Think about this instead. Be the person you want to be right now. Make the decisions that that person would make. What would my best version of me, not what would a healthy person do, not what would future me do, because that's putting it off, you know, that's giving the control to off something else. What would I do if I was being my best version of myself? How would I decide, what decision would I make in this situation? How would I change my behaviors in this situation if I was being the best version of myself? Just be the person today do what that person would do. And then the result the have is just going to come as a byproduct. And you almost don't want to think about it. You just want to do the things that you know are casting the votes for you 2.0, right? What does you 2.0 do? The other way that we can think about this is the confidence table. So you might have heard this before. Imagine a, a piece of Ikea flat pack furniture, right? Your confidence in yourself, your self-belief in, in yourself is like a piece of Ikea flat pack furniture. I've got one over there, but it's covered in stuff, so I'm not going to go and pick it up. When you put one of those legs on, that table doesn't work at all. And that's, that's like you sticking to your goals for one week, 
sticking to your actions for one week, sorry. When you have, have a second week, start putting two legs on and so on and so forth. If you stick to something for a couple of months, you're going to have eight legs on that table. It's going to be a pretty sturdy table. You can probably stand on that. And that's going to be something, you know, that that is going to be the equivalent of having a really tough day at school or having a parent's evening or something that's going to potentially put pressure on your table. But it's fine. You've got enough legs on there. You have the self-belief. Every now and then in life, it's going to be like someone comes and puts an elephant on your table. And almost no matter how many legs are on there, the table is going to crack and it's just going to crash and it's going to fall. That's going to be something like somebody being taken ill. It's going to be, you know, someone um, at home, you know, something happening to someone at home. It's going to be something really you know, drastic happening at work, like, you know, a, an O inspection or something like that. It's going to be like a like someone coming up at an elephant the table. Stop thinking that these things aren't going to happen because they are. The best bit of advice that I can give you to sum all of this up is look forward to the challenges. Stop expecting it to be a nice squiggly, a, a, a nice straight line where it's all nice and dandy. I set my goals. I start on week one. I get to week 12. Brilliant. It's all been nice and easy. It's never going to happen. Never, ever, ever are you going to have a journey like this. You have the odd day or the odd week, maybe. But life is full of twists and turns. And that is exactly how it's supposed to be. This isn't supposed to be easy. Take this, for example. Let's say that you worked with me and the team for six months. Week one was amazing. Week two, week three, week four was amazing. You're all the way through six months. You had no challenges whatsoever. You got amazing results. You know, you felt incredible. You then go off it, go off and do it alone after after uh, month six. And then something crops up. You know, life actually happens. You have data drops, you have um, report writing, you have someone taken ill, you forget your lunch, you your, your car breaks down, you know, things that just happen in life start to happen to you again. You're not going to have any any idea of how to deal with that because you haven't gone through the struggles during our time together. I would rather you struggle for a few days every single month to build up the resilience, to build up the tools and the strategies of how we're actually going to overcome those barriers rather than you just having a nice, easy time of it. Because it's not actually when you're being super successful and things are flowing. That's not when the actual work is done. That's not when you're actually learning anything whatsoever. You will learn and take far more away from the struggles and the challenges and the times that you overcome things. Far, far more. All of the growth for your identity, all of your growth for you as a person happens when you're going through the tough times. It really, really does. Nothing good really yeah it's nice to have a great week every now and then that's brilliant you know easy week all the rest of it and i know a few of you had it this week with, with a shorter week and stuff that's great it's nice every now and then we need it we need it for momentum we need it for flow however you don't really learn anything so i want you to actually take the mindset of the obstacle is the way the challenge is what you're here for you're not here with me because you can do it all and you want it you want it to be an easy life you're here with me because you know that life is going to kick you down sometimes and you need the tools and strategies to get back up that is why we are together it's nothing to do with the fact that you don't know what to do you do it's about building the mindset for nine out of ten of you it's about building the mindset so please remember that the challenge is the way we want to go we want the struggle the struggle is good so if you are struggling if you do have a tough week Stop thinking that there's a problem. That is not a problem. That is what you're here for. It's literally the point of your coaching, which I know is a total different way of thinking to, to a lot of things, but it really, really is. Anyway, guys, 
Just to finish off today, we are going to talk about sleep solutions because loads of us have been um, asking questions about sleep. There is the sleep section in your client hub, I think section five, I can't remember off the top of my head, but just to give you a few really quick ideas, take a little picture of this if you want, but here are my top recommendations for getting a better night's sleep. Does anyone have any questions um, or anything to add? Let me know what's your biggest takeaway been from our uh, open office tonight. I know I've just gone on a bit of a rant there. Apologies. But what have you taken away from tonight? We've got a few people watching live. We've got a few people on Facebook as well. If you're on Facebook, chuck it in the comments. I'll get my comments up um, and you can let me know what you've taken away as well. But what is your top takeaway from tonight's session so far? And if you are someone who's struggling with sleep, make sure that you... Um, you take a little picture of this because it's going to really, really help. Um, okay, cool. We've got some comments on Facebook and we've got some comments on Zoom. Um, mindset is hard at this time of year. 100%, mate. 100%. It is getting colder, rainy. It, this is, you know, this is a really tough time. This is just a really, really tough time. But it's important to remember that that's why you're here. You're in the right place. If you were going it alone and you were going through that, yes, that's going to be really, really, really tough but you are in the place that you need to be to go through those things, to learn the lessons. That's why we're here, right? We're here to learn the lessons. But my, I completely understand mindset is really, really, really tough. Let me know. Let me know um, what you've taken away. Do, 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 do. Right. Zoom people, I'm looking at you. Don't make me call you out. Uh, do, do, do. Cool. No worries, Hannah. Thanks. Um, do, 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 do. I know your lines have gone onto Facebook as well. Don't let, don't make me call your names, guys. What have you taken away from tonight's session? Cool. Knowing that I'm not on track and it's not a good on or off or good or bad day. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You'll have days where you speed bumps. You'll have days where the needle is towards less optimal, right? They're going to happen. Doesn't mean the day is good or bad. As humans, we bring that context to it. We bring the connotations to something. For me, a bad day might be a really, really good day for somebody else. Right. To use a, a stark contrast, some someone who, you know, I don't know, someone who is my age living in Ukraine right now, my bad day that I go, oh, no, my, my coffee's gone cold. Oh, no, my car's broken down. Oh, no, I forgot my wallet. My bad day, you know, objectively, is not not got nothing on that. It's, it's not not a bad day at all. If you take you know, my equivalent in Ukraine who sees my bad day, they're going to laugh and say that that you know that is just a day that is just a normal day it's all about perspective it's all about perspective then nothing is good or bad everything is neutral we bring our own connotations to it we bring our own perspectives you need to question yourself what perspective are you bringing what's your part in this uh, simon says it's okay to have tough times and to learn from them 100 every conversation every difficulty everything every interaction Every day there is something to take from it. You you can you can you know if if you're thinking this is a bit sort of I don't know wishy washy or a bit too mindset that is fine. You don't need to listen to me at all. You you can have that opinion and you can take that away. But I can promise you, if you were to journal every single day for a year and you were to write down one thing you learned that day and you were to come back to that journal at the end of the year, you would have 365 lessons that you have learned in that year. I can promise you that. 365 things that you've learned if you were to write them down you, you'd be able to go back and you'd be able to look over them 
if you were just to ignore them, you're never going to learn the lessons. If you were just to go, oh, I had a really rubbish day, oh, get annoyed about it and have a sulk, you know, of course, you're allowed to feel like rubbish. You're allowed to sulk. You're allowed to feel low. Of course you are. But if you would just leave it at that and you don't do anything with it, then you're no better off for the lesson. You're not going to realise that lesson's happened. If you were to write them down and to come back to them, totally different thing. Imagine, imagine the wisdom that you pick up in a year if you actively wrote down the lessons that you learned. Just imagine that. Um, comment of telling people that you can't um, keep talking as they're bringing you down. I, I'd love to do that, but not sure I can. Yeah, it's tough. It is really tough. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying any of this is easy, guys. I'm not, you know, it's all easier said than done. But what in life isn't easier said than done? Isn't everything in life easier said than done? And again, it goes back to that. What choice are you going to make? Are you going to make the choice to take the easy path? Remembering that easy, easy choices make for a hard life. Or are you going to make the choice to go for the slightly tougher path and in the long term have an easier life? It's totally up to you. You know, I, I can't tell you what choice to make. You're the only person that can take the action. I can guide you. I can point you in the right direction, but you're the one that needs to take that step. So, you know, in that situation, ask yourself, what is the alternative? Am I happy with the alternative? Uh, it's okay to go through a rough time. It just means that I'm building resilience and becoming stronger from it and learning from this experience. hundred percent. hundred percent. Life is never A to B. There'll always be bumps and twists. So expect it and learn to believe that you can deal with it. Yes. This is awesome, guys. Amazing takeaways. Absolutely fantastic. And um, so sleep. I've spoken to most of you about sleep. We've had lots and lots of sleep sessions this year and um, probably sort of like four or five actually over the last uh, nine months or so. But these are all my big ones that I would uh, say to take away. The first one is kind of what we do during the day. We know movement, getting some sunlight in, making sure that circadian rhythm is working really well. We've got a nice wake time, a nice sleep time. Try and keep your bedtime and your wake time within about an hour block. So always go to bed between nine and 10 or 10, 11, try and keep that similar so that it helps your circadian rhythm. So your body's used to, okay, this is when I go to sleep or, okay, this is when I wake up. It gives your body that routine, basically that circadian rhythm, not eating too late, not eating too early, staying well hydrated. Try to limit caffeine after like lunchtime. If you can hold your caffeine at lunchtime, you're going to sleep much, much better because caffeine has that five to six hour half-life, give or take to it half. So if you have a hundred milligrams at um, three at 8 p.m. is well, again depends, but roughly about 8 p.m. you're still going to have 50 milligrams. Uh, 1 a.m. you're still going to have 25 milligrams, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So caffeine is going to be a big, big, big one. Alcohol as well. Lots of people feel that they sleep better with alcohol. You fall asleep quicker, but the quality of your sleep is massively, massively impacted. You don't get into the deeper layers of sleep. You you're not awake, but you're not recovering and restoring. So alcohol, you know, is something to definitely to limit. If you're experiencing the menopause or anything like that, or your perimenopausal, limit caffeine, spices, chocolate, you know, like I said, spices, chili and, and stuff like that, spicy food, because that's going to obviously uh, impact sleep. It's going to likely impact, um, you know, um, hot flushes and sweats, night sweats, things like that. So an extra consideration for anyone who's listening who is experiencing that or is going to soon to experience that. And um, what else have we got here? I think that's it. Those are sort of the main big ones. And, and hopefully um, you can take a little picture of those. So, guys, do we have any questions or any topics that we'd like to cover tonight? I know I've already taken up, blimey, sort of 30, 40 minutes. So that is a bit of a longer one. But does anyone have any questions or anything they'd like to discuss? I'm just going to click stop record here. So if you're listening back on the podcast, thanks for joining me. 
and I'll catch you very, very soon.